0: You are listening, then the show's for you. You may think the premise of this show sounds so absurd. You're the one listening, who's the nerd?
1: You know, Miss so you can't just say bizarre. You never get a moment for free. Show me something fun on your guitar. Something with
2: an A. Hello, welcome to the Ingenierty Show. I'm Mr. Pold.
3: I'm St. Jimmy.
1: I'm DVD.
2: Our fake sponsor this week is Juvie UVs. Do you have a teen who just can't keep out of trouble? Get Juvie UVs, lights to help your delinquent stay delinquent.
3: Delinquent. <laughs> 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 Oh, what have y'all been up to? Just working.
2: Working for a man. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, you work for me. Oh, What? No, I don't. Yeah, that's true. Nope, I just do my work.
3: Been putting together a lot of furniture?
2: Oh, yes, we have been putting together quite a bit of furniture. Our listener... Colleen is moving to the same town as us. See how dedicated a listener she is (laughs) that she would move to the same town as us? Us! Us!
1: us.
2: (laughs) (laughs) I bet none of our other listeners are that faithful.
0: No, (laughs) I'm not.
3: Some of them Uh, might not even know where we live. Well, that's
0: good.
2: They're not supposed to.
0: (laughs) <laughs> not,
2: yes, so we she's been having a lot of packages delivered here um until she realized that she was paying an arm and leg for taxes.
0: oh, yeah,
2: <laughs> so, yeah, the deliveries have stopped.
0: I think we got one today.
2: oh, one came to your house, small one oh okay (laughs) we we had a small one today too yep so saturday we all went over there and put together um a cat litter box box (laughs) enclosure (laughs) i guess i don't know and then we went back later and put together a catio I guess it's a cage for cats that goes on your patio.
3: Yeah, it's like a chicken coop.
2: Yep, except you're cooping up cats instead of chickens. The cat and coop. I think Mm -hmm. chickens would be better because then you get eggs at least.
0: They're louder. Mm. Cat eggs aren't as
3: good.
2: No, I don't like cat
0: eggs. Mix between and make it so other pets produce eggs. Well,
2: they they already have rabbits do that. On Easter time, right? Mm,
0: yep. Oh, only think Cadbury one.
2: <laughs> yeah, they would make they lay chocolate eggs.
0: Well um so I played golf today. You oh, did? I did. You didn't you didn't go to work? Nope. I played golf instead. <laughs> wow, that's a nice one. I worked some, some comp time, so I had some extra time on the book, so I used it.
2: Lucky, it
0: was way funner.
2: They don't let us work <laughs> comp time anymore because somebody in our um, office ruined it. So they ruined it. He was w- working tons and tons of comp time and then not using it and just letting it roll over to overtime. <laughs> and so they're that? like, I don't know, but the people got upset, so they're like, okay, no more comp time unless it's an emergency.
0: I don't, well, <laughs> I don't think they could tell you to take comp time over overtime.
2: Uh well, they seem to tell us.
0: No, they're telling I, you to take overtime.
2: Overtime instead of, instead of comp, comp time.
0: time. Not the other way around. I don't think around. they could tell you that. Well, they are. Huh, I'd be going to my union rep. Why? Because <laughs> he wants comp time. I don't. Oh. I like overtime, but.
2: Me too. Uh, I prefer comp time at this stage in my career.
0: Yeah, I could see that.
3: I <laughs> never come close to running out of leave, so. Well,
2: I got down to zero this year, so.
3: Mm. Well, that explains the difference.
2: <laughs> but so it's it's built up a bit since then, but.
0: <laughs> I lost at golf today. You so lost? So you were it. playing against somebody? Well, I had three other people playing. And that you're got playing the highest score. <laughs> yeah, I was like, "Wait a second! I
2: don't think you know how golf works." If oh, no, just kidding. Where did you but, play?
0: Uh, if Fancy I say your, that,
2: oh, don't say it then. Just
0: if say it like in a the, way that it, I would know equest- what you're talking about. Equestrian footwear. Okay, water.
2: I've played at that one once before. <laughs> <laughs> I usually uh, play at the one by your house, but.
0: So even though I didn't win, there's some things I did win at, like punning, uh, uh, driving actually. Oh, everyone you're good at driving. The, everyone has drivers except for me. I have you're, a one wood.
2: You were driving the cart.
0: No, I was. I was a passenger. Um, oh, but I could outdrive the guys with their drivers with my one wood.
2: Oh, one would yeah. do that.
0: One would. Um, I like to think, think part of it's because I am on day three today of my, of the fourth week of my four week exercising challenge.
2: Oh, that sounds not like strong. a lot of different numbers.
0: But it was weird. I was driving home from the golf course thinking, Oh, I'm not even sweaty or anything. Oh.
2: Probably cause it was colder outside. Oh, just kidding. <laughs> it
0: actually rained on us for like four or five holes. Oh, prepare- Wow. I was wearing shorts and had a no baseball cap. Rain no rain gears. Par. You got no. no pars. No pars. I came close. But alas. And I lost a bunch of balls. Oh.
2: Yes, those are. It th- seems like it's easy to lose balls in that course.
0: I lost six. Wow. One, I hit in the water right in the lake. Oh, that'll do it. Which I hadn't hit in that lake in forever, but I topped it really bad. And it right in. I would not have won if it hadn't been for all the penalty strokes for losing balls. And oh, yeah. Hitting bounds.
2: Let's add up.
0: I don't like out of bounds.
2: Me neither. They should abolish it. They should. <laughs> well... Between our putting together cat furniture on Saturday, I played some pickleball
0: oh.
2: with my wife and I played with, against my friend Chris and his wife. They happened to have one at their house. So we went over and so we played seven total games. Um, five of them were um, you know, me and my wife versus him and his wife. And we ended up winning three of the five of those games. So pretty good, especially since Chris just had a birthday and got a new pickleball racket for his birthday that has more tooth on it. So he was able to spin it oh. better and he was, had figured out how to spin it on a serve, which some of those serves were
0: very difficult to return. <laughs> you get uh, sandpaper and glue it to your racket?
2: Uh, well, mine's got a decent tooth on it, but...
0: If you put it on one side, then you can decide whether you want to spin it or not.
2: Oh. I can do that anyway, but... <laughs> I just think I I need to learn how to serve it like the way he was serving it, though, because that was pretty gnarly.
0: Don't you mean gnarly? Sure. <laughs> this gnarled. Mm-hmm. Um, I talked about uh, my son taking his BMW to the shop, I think.
2: Uh-huh. Yes, maybe.
0: He found out today it has a blown head gasket.
2: Oh, oh well, you guys That's knew you
0: that. So what I thought. Um, so the price tag, if you wanted to fix it, is $4,000 just to change the head gasket. Wow. But if it needed more than that, it, like more than just a head gasket, like, let's say it got damaged some way, then there would be more than that. Yeah, so we went and picked it up today and he's going to sell it he's going to look at what the average market is knock $4,000 off that and then put it on the market to sell it well, and then buy of, a better car
3: if somebody wanted to do their own head gasket job they could save some money
0: yeah it could be a mechanic special yep so he's going to try idea. to do that um, so we bought the replacement tow ring I mm-hmm. thought it felt very light. It's plastic. Uh, not quite plastic. I think cast aluminum. Oh. Because we got to the last stop sign before we got to our house and got him just started around that corner towing him with the truck when it mm-hmm. failed. Duh. It's not good. So I just told him, well, just start it up and drive it home. We were like two two blocks so he did that <laughs> but um uh, he was doing a good job of being towed he was making sure he had tension on the rope at all time or the like pull strap
2: he didn't rear end you
0: no i got to use my shackles for off-roading mm-hmm. to attach the cars together with the truck together the car. <laughs> uh But yeah, I was looking at the failure part point and it's just like, yeah, it's like, oh, that's cast metal and it's light enough. I think it's aluminum. Like (laughs) that's not the right material. No, Uh it's just like maybe this was like a. Like a lot of the guys, I think, just have them in there just to look like it's uh, almost jewelry on the car. I got a pierced bumper. Yeah, so that's lame. Plus it was only like twelve bucks, so I'm like, well, I guess you get what you pay for. <laughs> <laughs> um
1: It's
2: been a long time since I've either towed or been towed in a car. Maybe it's because I don't have crappy cars anymore, I guess. I don't <laughs> know.
0: Yeah, I think you're at a certain point in your life where you're done with that and then you have kids. You're like oh.
2: <laughs> That's true. And then you have to
0: go through it all again with them. <laughs> this is my son's second car with a head gasket that is basically ruined the car for
2: him. what's he doing to break all these head gaskets?
0: I don't know. It's probably the age of car
2: should make him eat buy. everyone that he breaks.
0: Oh I've had the worst luck with buying used cars and head gaskets. Hmm. Our Subaru had went through head gasket right for we bought it. When we start wow. taking to a mechanic when we you know when we're looking at them and have them pressure to do the compression test.
2: I've only had one head gasket go out on me.
3: I have a compression tester
0: now. I should just take that you with me when I go look at cars. We can just do it right <laughs> there before we... Yeah. <laughs> pressure test all the cylinders. Or pressure testing the cooling system. <sighs> well, okay, I have a cool system pressure tester, I think. I was going to pressure test the.
3: That's cool. Mine's a
0: compression gauge. Oh, we checked the Delta pistons? Yeah. Anyway, I'm just sick of used cars. Yeah. Especially once they end up just parked in front of my house.
2: Yeah, you've got a lot there.
3: That's why we paid a ton for a vehicle that only had 6,000 miles. Yep. It still has a problem that they can't fix. Bah! so we had our truck to the dealership for its oil change. Um, we had to we scheduled it like a few weeks ago. We didn't know we were going to have plans this weekend. Mm, yeah. And so I was going to have them try for a third time to fix the tire pressure light. Oh. But then when I dropped it's it big. off, I was like. I dropped it off Monday. I said I ha- have to have this back Thursday. So, if they can get the tire thing fixed by then, great. If not, don't worry about it. So they called yesterday, so Wednesday, and they were like, "Oh, yeah, they need to they need to reset the re learn the sensors or whatever. And I was like, they've done that twice already. And the light always comes back on before we even get the truck home. Like, Oh, okay. And then they wanted to charge us like almost 200 bucks. And I was like, this was an issue that they said they were going to fix when we bought it. So they were like, okay, well come pick it up then. So I went (laughs) to pick it up and the person I'd been dealing with wasn't, There anymore, but the paper they gave me said that they had reset the sensors and didn't charge me. And lo and behold, (laughs) about two and a half miles from home, the light came back on
0: because that's Mm -hmm. not the problem.
3: Yeah, they read when you're when you first start the truck, it will tell you what the pressure is in each tire. But as soon as you put it in drive and start moving, it says, unavailable and the light comes on
0: i feel like that that technology is a great idea i don't think it's there yet (laughs) it never has i mean i've got our red scion has the pressure sensor light on all the time um Mm -hmm. the truck one our truck one comes on when you go on a road trip and and travel at freeway speed for more than five 15 minutes it usually pops on Um, my my car doesn't have one so i don't have to worry about on that but
3: yeah (laughs) Thank goodness. I, I don't know. The problem from what I've read online, and even it said on the sheet they gave me that it had to do with the aftermarket wheels. But I don't know why it works when you're sitting still and then stops when you start moving.
0: They're a bigger diameter? They're farther the, from the... Maybe. This doesn't make any sense. Yeah. That makes zero sense. That should not have anything to do with electronic connection between their sensor and the computer module or whatever that shouldn't matter
2: who says sensors should make sense <laughs> they're
3: senseless <Sensors.
0: laughs> oh so i was having a computer speaker issue where no matter what i did now it was like my speakers were scratchy like staticky mm-hmm. like interference is being introduced so i got ty- i got sick of it so i went and i bought um raycon speakers they're Bluetooth. Oh, and there's two of them, and you could dual pair them so they can both pair to my computer and act in stereo. I just saw those today, and they're magnetic. They have magnetic feet, so I can stick them on my computer. If oh. I want.
2: Yeah, you should stick them right on. on the hard drive.
0: That would be silly.
2: <laughs> that's why I suggested it.
0: I'm not surprised. Oh, but we're always silly.
2: Yes, that's true. It's kind of our thing. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> Culture. But less us hoard us That's all that we know for sure So please just listen to nerds As we discuss pop culture Our, Our topic, topic is also awesome. Again It's nerdy Culture If you want it On the engine It's Nerdy Culture If you want it, medical, medical change. If you need it, all right, shall we get to our topic? Yeah, do it.
3: So, um, sorry, I'm still playing with OBS trying to get twitch to work but it's not
0: working so this is a um a nerdiculture right yeah it's oh, kind of okay. like skill leveling up um article about why we should maybe not use gps all the time
3: yeah so gps is your global positioning system
0: where satellites are sending
3: down basically time codes and your receiver gets all the time codes and determines based on the differences where on earth you are based on how far you are from multiple satellites. Usually you need at least three, but I think, you know, it usually is talking like seven or something. And it's just a map that you can follow when you drive. It tells you turn right here, turn left here, take this exit, whatever.
2: I tend to argue with mine
3: a lot. I have problems with mine when I want to go a different route than it wants me to. Even if I select the alternate route, it will sometimes nag me to get back on the, the other route or just (laughs) change my route without telling me. Mm -hmm. But yeah, some people don't have a good sense of direction and are reliant on a GPS anytime they're driving very far from home.
2: Yeah. They may even end up in a different country because they were following their GPS so closely and not paying attention to where they actually were.
3: Yeah. (laughs) It's happened before. Um, Somebody drove off a bridge recently that wasn't there.
2: Just cause the GPS, if the GPS told you to drive off a bridge, would you do it? Apparently, I told you should yes. buy the
0: Skynet GPS. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um yeah, so
3: this article was um, talking I have, about I have the HAL GPS. <laughs> what are you doing, Dave? <laughs> uh, be the, funny. Yeah, so this article is on how to how to dot com. And it's called Why You Should Stop Using GPS Navigation. And the, the byline is, take off the training wheels once in a while. I don't hmm. think he was advocating to never use it. Right. I think okay. he was
0: advocating
3: to only use it sparingly.
0: Or like if you are trying not to use it and you get lost, that would be a good time to use it.
3: Yeah. <laughs> well, I keep mine muted, if, especially if I'm using it when I know where I'm going pretty much or if I know how to get to the area and then I'll use it for final directions. Mainly I use it so that I can see how long I have left. Yeah, that's
0: my usual thing. Yeah, or that's how if I traffic
3: use coming up. <laughs> sometimes it'll say, oh, there's a traffic jam. Get off here and go around this.
2: I've had it. Tell me there's a traffic jam. Get off this exit and then get immediately back on the freeway. It's like, okay, yeah. that did not help me in one bit. Yeah. I usually ignore it when it tries to tell me helpful things like that.
3: <laughs> uh, yeah. Or you can, if you're driving and you need a gas station, you could use it to find one along your route or something. Yeah. But it's interesting. It, like, sometimes with my kids, I will say, okay, we're going to a place you should know how to get, so you give me directions. <laughs> and they're not very good at it.
2: Well, and that's one of the things the article is talking about is they've done studies that have shown that when people rely on GPS to do their driving or their directions, that they start losing the ability to, you know, tell where they are, lose their sense of direction, I guess. Mm-hmm. So it's. It becomes kind of like a drug where, you know, you need to keep using it. Otherwise, you have withdrawals and your abilities degrade, right? I don't know. It's like a muscle. Yeah. It's almost it's like a
3: switch. I'm no,
0: just kidding.
3: It's like a switch. No. <laughs> Turn your hat around backwards. And-
0: yeah. Then yeah I, I, can g- have
2: a- I guess if you're not using that spatial awareness part of your brain, it starts to atrophy. Mm. And I I wonder if that affects other parts of your day-to-day life.
0: I I didn't get a trophy for mine. (laughs) Navigation. Atrophy trophy? I think you just distrust it. Like, our truck has, well, it's got an updated one now, but when you got it, it still had a 2010 map in it. So you couldn't really trust it. Well, you had a navigation issue who, me?
3: Using your GPS, no DVD. Oh. Yeah. When he drove down the wrong road and then got behind a locked gate. Somebody locked oh. the gate behind him.
0: Yeah, I don't think our GPS told us to go that way. Oh, I thought it did. I think that was based off my own memory. It's like, oh, we came off a dirt road to get here. I think this is it. That oh, was
3: I thought the story was that your GPS told you to go that way because... There used to be a bridge down there.
0: Oh, yeah. That was another part of it. Well, it, I was trying to go off based on my memory of where the route was. Because oh. there's lots of roads that came off of that road. Uh huh. And it wasn't. But when we got on that road, I thought, okay, this road says we'll go through. It didn't. <laughs> that was fun. So yeah. I have a distrust for GPSs anyways. So I like to use them just to help me. Uh, just a little bit and to see how long it's going to take like to play games in the car. Like, okay. It tells us, this is how far it should take us from here. Let's see how good it is. So I'll mark it on my, in my brain on the, on the actual cars, um, clock. Mm -hmm. And then I can see, Oh, Oh, we're four minutes behind, which says we should have been, you can see it Mm. changing the time on you. Like, okay, we're re re baselining our arrival time. Yeah. Because you're bad at your job. Well, Stupid you're genius. driving faster than that. usually <laughs> <So laughs> it usually loses time. It's not like it's changing it to make it less time. Oh. It's not accounting for traffic or... Yeah. One time he's like, okay, it's going to tell us to take this other route because it's faster. Let's see if it actually is. And then it added like 45 minutes to our trip. Whoa. <laughs> oh. It took us off these side streets and it took every, took everybody else off the same thing. So now all of a sudden there's a traffic jam <laughs> off the side street. People live there like, what's happening? Yeah. Google's happening.
3: That's funny. So, yeah, there are times where. So between here and mom and dad's house, if you just say fastest route, there's an exit. That it like in the last five years has said, take this exit and there's these back highways that you can take. And then you end up back on the freeway down at like the state border almost. And I've done it before and it's like, okay, this could be faster because there's hardly any traffic out there. And plus you could go way over the speed limit. If you dare to, (laughs) and I've never seen a cop out there, but it's like sometimes I just want to be on the freeway because there's no intersections, oh right, and I watch the the thing is on that one, it doesn't even tell you usually it will tell you, okay, this is two minutes slower if you could stay on the freeway that one it acts like the freeway isn't even an option at that point huh. until you just stay on and then it like changes your arrival time by a minute. You're like, it's worth a <laughs> minute to me to not have to get off here, go to a stop sign, turn left onto another road, and then take another left, go up this curving, steep hill, and then there's, you know, several other turns before you get back to the freeway. It's like, I just want to ha- put the
0: cruise control on, you know. Mm-hmm. But there's one way that we like to go because it's more scenic but the GPS is mm. not smart enough, and so it tries to take us through a state park that is only <laughs> open certain times in the summer, because otherwise there's snow that closes it. Uh, and you think, that, like this past year especially, it seemed like we couldn't take that route when we normally could have. But one time it took us right to a, a gate that was shut, because there was snow. We're like, okay, well that makes sense. <laughs> so we had to backtrack. But I kind of like the you take you kind of roll the dice though with those two lane highways, also, yeah. Because, yeah, you could go faster, but sometimes you could get behind someone that's really slow that it doesn't ever line up with a passing zone, yeah. right? Or they get to the passing zone and then they speed up to five or six over the speed limit, make it impractical to pass them, and then slow back down once they're
2: So, when you yeah. jump up to 20 30 miles over the speed limit to get pa- oh, <laughs> if I
0: had a nice sports car, I would have no problem with it. Yeah. Yeah. Overtaking in the truck or like my smaller car is not sometimes practical. Mm-hmm. If they start matching speed with you. Yeah. You almost have to surprise them and make it so like, oh, I'm shocked. This guy's already passed me. Right. There are people here are stupid. They think that <laughs> the road is the line you're getting in. You're queuing up to go where you're going. It's like, you don't know where I'm going. Yeah. If you <laughs> walk down the supermarket aisle with your arms out, make sure no one can go past you. Rock all going different places. This let me they
3: go. Do. <laughs> well, you might get the last hamburger in the next town. <laughs> <laughs> uh. So I feel like I have a pretty good sense of direction. Yeah. If I drive somewhere, I usually can drive there again without directions. Right.
2: So do you go. Do you rely more on um, moron?
3: <laughs> yep, I rely on morons.
0: Hey, how do you know what the name of my GPS is?
2: <laughs> do, you rel- do you rely on um, landmarks or just remembering which turns to take or how many uh, turns? Because it talked about that in the article. There's two different yeah. types of navigating yourself.
0: Yeah, one's like know. yeah, landmark navigation. Another one's like relying on memory of turn by turn.
2: Stimulus response strategy and spatial memory method. You
0: know, what this kind know. of reminds Probably me of Both, I guess this actually reminds me of my golf game because I watched a video where a guy introduced a new way to putt to me that I'd never thought about, and it mm-hmm. makes me get a lot closer to the hole. I don't look at the ball when I'm putting; I look at where the hole is. The oh. entire. Um, and sometimes you'll have a mechan- biomechanical issue where you're not quite striking it correctly, like your club face might be off. Mm-hmm. But if you're careful with lining it up and you know doing it well, I could actually putt better and get closer to the hole. Because I feel like if I look at the hole, you're identifying your target, and then as soon as you look away from your target, your brain starts losing its ability to remember where it was. But <laughs> if I'm staring at the whole time, My brain doesn't have to remember. It's just seeing it. I feel like that's maybe part of this geospatial part of your brain that helps me in my golf game. Maybe. I have a pretty good
3: sense when I'm driving or just any time about which direction I'm facing. Yeah. So I kind of just know which direction to go. I I don't know. Right. (laughs) It's a little harder in certain places where the road's aren't straight or you can't see past trees or something to kind of know, but then most vehicles have a compass. So if you get turned around, you can just look and go, Oh, okay, I'm going south. Well,
2: and sometimes you can just know where you're going by like, okay, I need to get on 25 and then I need to find, you know, the highway one eighty and, you know, just know which roads you need to get onto and follow the, the signs and stuff.
0: Yeah.
2: Um I remember back in the day before GPS where you'd have a big fold out map and passengers yeah. would get upset if you've unfolded those one of those while you're driving. <laughs> like <laughs>
0: put the atlas down. <laughs> We've yeah, we found a atlas My wife really enjoys using paper maps, and so we've got some for um, the two states that we go to most.
3: Yeah, Yeah. I like maps. Sometimes if I'm going somewhere, even though I have GPS, I'll just look at a map beforehand because that kind of locks into my brain what the area, how the roads are oriented, and, you know.
0: I'll do that, and uh, then I'll look at the street view to see, like, some landmarks. So I can mm. kind of get an idea of what this the what it looks like when I'm pulling up to where I'm going. So I kind of can tell. Oh, okay. It's like a lot of GPSs also tend to when you get close to your. I hate that we had this one that as soon as you get or drive past it, it would not show you the address. And I'm like, what was the address of oh, where I was going? Right. Uh, we
2: had that happen um, a couple weekends ago. We were heading to somebody's house that we didn't know where it was, and following the GPS. And it's like, you're at your destination. Like, yeah, but what was the street address? Because <laughs> there's yeah, like all houses. these driveways that are close by with multiple houses off of them. And it's like, uh... so we yeah, had to like...
3: it's like a five digit number,
2: right? So I have to pull over and try to find the address again,
0: <laughs> right? <laughs> <laughs> I have a really bad short term memory right now for numbers. Yeah like try to look at something and remember it and then try to type it in. I'm like, Oh man, what was the number again? I get the numbers right, but then in the wrong place. Cause you're getting old. I think so. But it's like we were playing golf today and I hit a, a shot and then I think I was the first one to tee off. No, it was farther down. It was a par five, but we were having to wait or whatever. And then it got to my turn to hit the ball. And I was looking around and I was like, wait, where did I hit my ball? And so I started looking around I was like, I don't even remember hitting it. I don't have the short-term memory of hitting that ball. And so I walked up on <laughs> the top of this hill and there's an old guy down on the next fairway. He's like, I think your ball's down here. I was like, I don't remember hitting it down there. So I walked down there. Sure enough, that was my ball. I was like, wow. Well, I have that
2: happen to me when I'm playing pickleball sometimes. Like, just no short-term memory. I'm like, what was the score? Yeah. Oh, <laughs> who, who served that? I don't even remember. <laughs> yeah. How this ball? How we got that's here? That's
0: my problem with trying to. Where am I at? Like, if that's let it bounce or not, I'm like, wait. Did,
3: Who are did, you, what? people?
0: <laughs> Can I hit it or I have to let it bounce? I don't know. Why not? Get off my lawn. <laughs> then it hits me the forehead. I'm like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> I think people should rely less on technology occasionally and yeah. let your brain do some stuff. Good for you.
2: Yeah, because then you're. What happens if? It doesn't work for some reason or you lose signal or.
3: Yeah, your phone battery dies or something.
2: Yeah, my old phone, having the maps on the phone would make the battery die really fast. Mm. <laughs> Especially if I was somewhere where I couldn't be charging it while I was using it. Yeah. But
3: so I have we a do, new phone now, so. Yeah, what we try to do, because we go out where there's no internet right and so you your jps may work but you can't plan a route so i go and download offline maps for areas that i'm going to be and then it will work but occasionally it doesn't work and it's like okay well i know we need to head this direction and i've seen a map before so i kind of and i can usually find my way (laughs)
2: Yeah, I sometimes, feel like I have a pretty good sense of direction.
3: but Sometimes the maps are wrong, too. It's like yes. there's no road there or that road's closed for construction or that's a one-way road that goes the other direction that it wants me to turn. That's happened before.
0: <laughs> over on the east coast and down in Florida, I had to use it to avoid toll roads. We mm. to normally have where we live, but not very often. Not as many as over there.
3: Oh, yeah, they have them everywhere there. Yeah, when I was in Florida last, um, this was pre-GPS, actually, even. Or we didn't have one anyways, but I I got on the wrong road, and I had to stop at a toll booth to ask the guy which way I was supposed to be going, and it was the other way, but I had to pay to go through the toll. (laughs) <laughs> to then turn around and go back the other way. Like,
0: ah, yeah, I hate it so much. That <laughs> was their last week I just paid the rental car company to pay for the all the tools. Mm-hmm.
2: Uh so when I was in Boston like ten years ago, I didn't have a GPS, but I did have some paper maps of the Boston area and I got lost, end up going going a, I don't know if I missed an exit or took an exit. I shouldn't have. But it sent me through this bridge. And so it was taking me outside (laughs) the printed page. (laughs) Like, oh, "Oh, no, no, now I'm off the map. (laughs) (laughs) So I turned around. I figured out how to turn around. And it was a toll going the other direction. It was like eight bucks or something. I'm like, that was a very expensive Missed Oops. turn.
0: <laughs> it, but it punishes your brain, right? And then your brain has to make up for it. And it's like, okay, that was bad. Let's avoid doing that again. <laughs> it's a training tool.
2: That was also when I I swear I saw Ghostbusters heading into a library while I was there.
0: they
2: were. <laughs> maybe they were Ghostbusters. I don't know.
0: It I was a, I was say maybe it was a library.
2: Maybe okay. it was a library. I don't know. But, you know, I thought they lived in New York, not Boston.
0: They have uh, charters.
2: Oh, maybe that's what it was.
3: <laughs> franchise. Yeah, there you go.
0: Franchise, that's what I
2: That's how the video game works. Yeah. Start a Ghostbusters franchise. And then the Stay Puft Marshmallow comes and kills you. Or racks up your debt so much that you go out of business. Yeah. <laughs>
3: Sounds like somebody's got consumption.
2: I do have some consumption, Lucky. so
3: Is it I finished all just initials.
2: <laughs> that's
3: what it looks like, huh? So I finished
2: the Rings of Power season one. It was, you know, enjoyable. Yeah,
3: there, I watched it too.
2: You found out. You found out some things in the last episode that you kind of suspected
3: the whole time, but or you thought you had. Susp- and then they made you think something else and then they tried find to out trick there was you something else all together yeah
2: they were very tricksy
3: it was good i was impressed with the twists and turns it's, of the last episode
2: so i've noticed the whole season that that hardfoot character nori mm-hmm. looks a lot like frodo <laughs>
1: mm-hmm.
2: um, i pointed it out and i guess my wife had not noticed that I'm like, it's interesting how she looks so much like Frodo. <laughs> <laughs>
3: um,
2: I also finished the first season of House of the Dragon, Oh, which was the last episode. There was quite a surprising thing that happened. What? That if you were paying attention, I guess, you would might not have been as surprised. But <laughs> um, yeah, there's a lot of intrigue for the throne going on in that show. Mm-hmm. And I finished season four of News Radio, nice. which was Phil Hartman's last season.
1: Mm.
2: He was killed like a couple weeks after the season finale aired. Wow. Um that the last episode of that season is the Titanic episode. I don't know if you remember that one. Mm. It starts with Phil Hartman breaking the fourth wall and saying, we you know wondered what it would be like if news radio was the, on the titanic <laughs> and so the sets i don't
3: remember are that
2: slightly changed very there's a big steering wheel in dave's office and the windows <laughs> you look out and you see the water and um yeah, yeah. so titanic things happen they they reference the movie that the titanic quite a bit <laughs> um and then at the end only two of them survive. I think um, Phil Hartman's character and somebody else. I don't remember now, but, <laughs> but then they had the, uh, another thing where the cast is there all except Dave Foley. <laughs> and he's like, yeah, looks like Dave didn't make it through the episode and he, he died. <laughs> you know. And I'm just sitting here thinking, oh man, he's going to he only knew. Yeah. If he's actually going to die pretty soon here, <laughs> So it was kinda kinda sad the first episode of season five where you know they're basically you can tell that the actors are still shooken up of not mm-hmm. having Phil there. Um so
0: Joe Rogan's anyway. in that show, right? Yeah.
2: Yes, he's the electrician. Yep, so that's pretty much my consumption. I've also been watching X-Files. I guess I finished uh. season two of F- F- X-Files. Oh, it's funny. We- so what the, one episode we watched the other night, my wife's like, is that Ryan Reynolds? <laughs> and I'm like, I, I totally missed it. So I like rewound it a little bit and it shows him for like three seconds in this car. And then you see what you can't see his face later, but it shows him dead. And then you see him again, just as an, in a picture, like at a funeral, <laughs> <laughs> but it was like, it was a really young Ryan Reynolds. Wow. That's funny. <laughs> and I had to look it up on IMDb to, to make sure it was actually him. Cause I, yeah, it does look a lot like a really young Ryan Reynolds, <laughs> <laughs> but it's kind of cool watching X-Files and even news radio, watching these shows from the nineties and seeing these actors that are everywhere now, but, were kind of unknown at the time. Yeah. Like seeing Jack Black in X-Files, being really young. <laughs> and, yeah. Um, Patrick Warburton shows up in news radio.
1: Oh, yeah. Uh,
2: I'm trying to think of some other... Interest, like Adam West was in a, a, a news radio episode that we saw, but he oh. was... He was uh, pretty much done acting by that time. <laughs> yeah. That goes the other direction. <laughs> he played himself too in the episode. Oh, that's
0: funny! Uh, I almost after that age because yeah, is so much different than it used to be. Like the what is expected from an actor. I don't
2: know. He was really funny in the episode.
0: He's probably a funny guy in real
3: life. Yeah, I've heard <laughs> interviews with him, and he's pretty amusing.
2: Yeah, he was. Uh, in the episode, it was he was playing as himself, Adam West, but he he was DB Cooper. <laughs> 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 and so it's always like, yeah, I was kind of hard on Cash, and <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, that was my consumption.
3: All right, I watched the new Hocus Pocus movie, Hocus Pocus. Oh 2. yeah. Got Ben Midler and I heard that was coming out. Yeah, it was pretty good. We watch the original one every year around this time, and I did watch that one also, but in the n- new one they come back and um there's a new set of teenagers that accidentally bring them back, and the witches this time want to perform this. Spell this different spell that will make them super powerful that they were warned never to use, but they, you know, they get into antics just like in the first one. But I thought it was pretty good. And then we watched a movie called "They Come Knocking." It's about this- is that
2: a scary movie?
3: Yeah. Oh, cool. Um, it's about this dad and his two kids and they're going to take his recently deceased wife's ashes out to this special camping area to, to disperse pet her cemetery. ashes. Oh. <laughs> and so they go and, but that night, these uh, children looking entities.
2: Are they of the corn? Oh, I'm just
3: trying to lure them out of their camper oh. and are messing with them. Hey, when that happens? Yep. It was interesting.
2: Was there lots of knocking? Oh, just kidding.
3: <laughs> there was a moderate amount of knocking. Okay. Some of it didn't make sense. Like, why would you do that sort of
0: thing? I personally but... don't find knockers very frightening, though.
2: <laughs> I don't know. Do you see the one in Christmas Carol?
0: Mm. And I typically like knockers. <laughs>
2: <laughs> ah, sorry, mom. Oh, just kidding.
3: All right. What do you got DVD?
0: So I watched an anime today called Great Pretenders. It's about oh. uh, some confidence men. There's a this self-proclaimed best um, con artist in Japan who kind of gets conned by this other guy and ends up in the United States as part of one of his cons. Mm-hmm. It's pretty good. It's on Netflix. Um, it's a pretty quick watch. Uh, the first one I did, each episode's like 20 minutes or so. Um, it's pretty good. I enjoyed it. I was trying to find, I was talking about anime with my son, youngest son and was looking for a new one, and he recommended that one, so I watched it. Um, then yesterday, I was really excited. or si- episode seven was out. This has turned into one of my favorite Star Wars things. Although, and mostly I feel like Star Wars is missing lightsabers in any of, I mean, and most of the TV stuff they've done. But um, I remember thinking when I watched like Rogue One, I liked that movie a lot, but the Cassian character, I thought, I don't know, felt too hollow to me. Like it felt like there was some motivation that was missing because they didn't know anything about it. It was just kind of get thrown in mm-hmm. towards the end of his thing. And this is filling in a lot of those holes. and I'm, I'm really enjoying it. Oh, good. Um, so check out Andor on Disney+. I think it goes till, we were really worried that last episode was the last one, but um, another like, cliffhanger is every week. Mm. Uh, but I think it goes till end of November. So we probably got like five episodes left, I think. Mm. They've already talked about uh, 12 episodes season two, so it's exciting. Nice. Um, and then I've, somehow I've started watching climbing videos on YouTube. There's one particular climber that I've been watching his YouTube channel. His name is Magnus Midpo, I think is how it's pronounced. It's uh, is
2: he Scandinavian.
0: He's from Norway. He's Norwegian. He used to be a professional um, climber, um, but now he just does on YouTube and does climbing things. He's actually doing a couple of those videos where it's like a climber tries to, you know, do the marine test or whatever, like fitness tests. Oh. Um and also from him I've discovered other climbers like and some other fun stuff. He went to an American Ninja Warrior gym where they really got to do some of that stuff. Um it's crazy how strong climbers are, like the stuff that you can do that just looks easy. And he's done these, these other stuff yeah. too. It's like a video showing like one of the best arm wrestlers in the world. Climbing. It's like a switch. Right. <laughs> this guy's arms are so enormous, but he's like, this is, he can't, it's like his arm won't straighten. His muscles just won't allow his arm to straighten. So <laughs> he's like, this is as much reach as I have. I used to have like a long wingspan, but now it's like a couple feet shorter than that.
3: He's got <laughs> his triceps.
0: Right. Um, there's another guy that he has on his channel a lot that is, uh, I think one of the strongest men competition guys that does some climbing or tries to do some climbing stuff with him. But, um, i check out Magnus. He's really, it's interesting. It's, he's amusing. It's, it's really fun. Um, I guess he has his girlfriend on someone. He he talks about, you know, the average woman. That's what he says when, for her climbing ability, um, which is kind of funny, but, He's, uh, It's really fun to watch people climb, I guess. I usually watch it while I'm doing my exercises at night. Mm. Watch one of his episodes. There's also like um, Alex Honnold, I think. He's the guy that does the free soloing. Cool. Um, and one of them I saw, Magnus, goes to meet him. He lives by Vegas, I guess. And Alex and him, I was like, well, you should go climbing. And he talks Magnus into uh, free soloing with him.
2: And then um, they go free basing after that. Oh, just kidding.
0: The no. so free soloing is when you climb a mountain with no ropes. Yeah. Or climbing equipment other than yourself. Um, it's very dangerous as one might imagine.
2: We have um, a new engineer in my office that m- loves climbing. and uh,
3: Can't keep him off his desk.
2: Just right yeah, there. he's always climbing up the wall Get down from
0: there! It's not a climbing frame. <laughs> a spray bottle. <laughs> keep it uh, But you can tell Magnus is like kind of creeped out about it. But it was like an easier climb, is what Alex was saying. So Alex the whole time is like filming while climbing, like he's <laughs> hanging off the cliff, like looking down and just chatting with uh, Magnus all whole time. Um, he. Alex was in the, uh, he made a movie about one of his climbs of El Capitan Ooh. that was called Free Solo that I had to pause several times. And you can't watch right. it without your heart rate just spiking. <laughs> so there comes a time where he's way up the mountain. He's like, I came to a spot where I had to do this one move that, and this one small hold that I was really, really nervous about. And at some point, he's like, well, I've got to try it because my legs eventually will tire and give out and I won't make it. So I gotta try it now. And then he made it, obviously, because he's still around. But <laughs> and then he died. Oh. He and he talks Spock about a lot of this, to save him. when he was talking Magnus into he's like, Yeah, most of the guys I climb with or I used to climb with, you know, soloing and whatnot, they they don't do it anymore either because they you know, they've had families or they've died, or, or it's like, oh. <laughs> um but one of those that's usually how free soloers eventually Retire is by falling to their death, which is oh. horrifying. E. Um, but that's what they like to do, and Magnus didn't like doing it, but he did it anyways <laughs> um, with them. But uh, I, they could tell Al, Alex is like, "Well, I know your skill, and I know that this is well within your. It's not like pushing your skill level. But uh-huh. so you just got to be careful. Um, it's quite fun. Um, it makes me want to almost go check out a climbing gym." Even though I'm sure I would be horrible at it. <laughs> I've done
3: rock walls like in the gym and I was pretty good.
0: So they obviously have different levels and based on what you do, but Yeah, know, probably too heavy.
2: I've been <laughs> I so I've been to a gym when I like twenty years ago, more than twenty years ago when I was a Ute. Uh, <laughs> where the climbing wall, you were always the same distance off the ground because as you climbed it, it would like, oh, um,
0: like a oh. Road conveyor, like a
2: conveyor belt kind of thing.
3: That's fancy.
2: I think yeah, that would feel was, weird. I think I, I think I was out in Pennsylvania when I came across one of those. <laughs> I don't remember where it was, which city, but.
0: Well, the popular gyms now they do. what's called bouldering. So you're never far enough off the ground that you can't just drop off onto the mat. Oh, okay. So you get maybe 15 feet up in the air, but there's uh-huh. like a mat you can fall onto. Ooh. Uh, so there's, yeah. So if, the, even the really difficult ones, if you know what you're doing, they don't take more than a few minutes to get, you know, it's kind of a, there's a route and they have like color-coded handholds, so you have to use just those ones. Mm. Different difficulties. but It'd be really fun to, do an inch dirty show climbing video. I don't know. It'd probably be <laughs> horrible. <laughs> I
2: already know that I'm no good at it.
0: I can do it. Need to have like. At one point, they had like this apparatus they brought in when they had the uh, the strongest band competition guy there, and it was like some of the handholds they use, but they had a way to hook it to free weights. They're trying to lift different weights just with their, you know, your hand strength or whatever, trying to hold on to this hold. And it was, it was crazy how much Magnus could lift. It's a lot. Pretty cool. So check out Magnus Mipto. It's spelled M-I-D-T-B and O with a slash through it.
2: I'm sure if you started typing enough of the
3: name, you probably would come up with. Yeah, if you in the start typing
0: Magnus M.I., I think it brought, brings it up. Okay. I just did Magnus
3: Climber, and it brought him up.
0: Yeah. He was a top-rated uh, you know, comp, com, competitive climber at one point, but he's not. Mm-hmm. Mm.
3: He's no longer climbing the charts.
0: <laughs> no, but he does interact with some guys that are at the top of their field. Um, I think Adam Onda or something is probably the best climber in the world at this point
2: they have to climb fields, is that to get to the top?
0: <laughs>
2: yeah oh, okay, just making sure
1: ce n'est pas que vous ayez si sans d'autres plus d'attrait Plus d'âme, plus d'aplomb. Votre timbre de voix n'est ni doux ni discret. Vous criiez aux aigus de sinistre façon.
3: Triste bilan d'une brève entre- All right. Does anybody have any nerd cred?
2: Um, I've actually got a couple nerd creds. What? Um, Me too. <laughs> the first one, so. We were all going to meet at Colleen's new apartment. Mm -hmm. And so I thought it would be nice to send a map just in case. And so what I did is I pulled up Google Maps of the area. And then I took a screen capture and put it in paint. And then in paint, I drew a black line around it. And then I took a picture of my monitor with my cam- my camera phone. <laughs> and then I added text to the, you know, in the photo editor <laughs> in my phone, just the number, the apartment number. And then I texted that out to you guys. <laughs>
1: mm-hmm.
2: So
0: that feels like the nerdiest way you could do that. <laughs> <laughs> There's probably much
2: easier ways to do it, but. but the I came up with. Yeah, it yeah. was fun doing it that way because I was like. What's the, what's a creative way to do this? (laughs) Um, The other thing, so, you know, we're well into the football season, like a third of the way through the season now. Mm -hmm. Um, My team's quarterback got injured in the third, the fourth, third or fourth game, fourth game of the season. And they've lost ever since. (laughs) And so I've started playing Madden 22 um, in franchise mode with my favorite team mm-hmm. and I got to this point where I was facing the Tampa Bay Buccaneers with Tom Brady and I was a little bit nervous that you know I was going to have a difficult time with his accuracy and everything and uh, he still had Gronk on his team then I don't know if he still does now but nope anyway so his first pass was a completion to Gronk, and he was difficult to tackle, you know, kind of yep. like in real life. Yep. I'm like, oh, no, here goes. So I decided I was just going to play like, like a zone defense, you know, kind to pass defense thing going on. But it turned out I didn't need to worry too much because I ended up sacking Tom seven times. Wow. And intercepted him 5 times and Holy returned cow. three of those for a touchdown. <laughs> um I ended up winning 77 to 0. <laughs> oh. And so th- here comes the nerdy part. So I got my phone out and recorded a highlight video of that game, because <laughs> after the game you can go and look at the highlights. So I've got four minutes of highlights of me sacking Tom and intercepting him and nice. scoring touchdowns myself, you know. And <laughs> nice. And then I showed my wife, <laughs> like, here, watch this, because you know we watch NFL highlight videos together. I'm yeah. like, all right, I've got my own highlight video. <laughs> uh so yeah and i i pretty much called the same defense every single time and they just his they line adapt. just just couldn't keep me from sacking and hurrying him and oh. yeah and it's pretty crazy
0: <laughs> that's funny well my son is a lord of scotland now <laughs> what goodness so, you could buy a square foot of land in scotland and if you're a landowner in Scotland, you are a lord. They send you a little certificate. Um, I think they plant a tree, or they it's to preserve some of the Scottish Highlands by selling it to people and get, make them lords or whatever. So I thought about doing it with my wife. You know, getting a lord and ladyship, so we could be also lords and ladies. <laughs> um, so it, just,
2: it you in, get you get to the point; it doesn't mean anything anymore.
0: <laughs> oh, that's fine. But I call him my lord every time I see him. So... For my liege.
3: <laughs> could you go
0: there and see the area you have? Uh, they probably give you a GPS coordinates. I don't, I'll have to ask him. Um, but yeah, since it's, it's, England's a free world country where you can just walk wherever you want, you can probably go find it. <laughs> um, you know, I thought that was funny.
1: Uh, okay. I, I
3: know we t- Hang on. For the People out there, he means the United Kingdom, since you were just saying Scotland, <laughs> and now you said
0: England. Well, right, United Kingdom <laughs> encompasses England and Scotland, and you can walk anywhere you want. Yeah. United Kingdom, yes, you're <laughs> If we're mid correct, if that's not how it is, I, we have people that can correct us, right? Yep. Which we're interested. Um, my wife said, if we do that when we have to when we go over there, we have to go find it. I was like. What if it's like in the worst place ever? It takes like fifteen miles of hiking to get to.
3: What if they're not next to each other?
0: Oh, that'd be horrible. It's <laughs> to gonna to both. I said we should. If we do it, we should definitely go find it and bring like a little three D printed castle to put on it and take pictures. <laughs> there you go. How much does it cost? Um, it was they're running a special or something. My son told me it was like just like fifty bucks a person that's what the special deal or so you could buy more you could buy yeah, five say, feet
3: yeah what if you got like an acre i'm just gonna call myself
0: i'm just gonna
2: call myself a lord and, and not you can't, 50 bucks you can't do and that you can't do that lead legally this,
0: exactly the same thing it <laughs> won't because he could legally put lord as his title now I, I can know, put
2: lord documents. on things that i right but you wouldn't be legally a lord it's Not a legal doctor oh did do they arrest people for that no Do you you have to prove that you're a lord when you sign it? Look, I own land in Scotland.
3: I've started calling myself the Bruce, so.
2: There you go. I don't know. I guess I just. (laughs) I'm I'm different. I find it ridiculous.
3: (laughs) You can technically call yourself Esquire, even though you're not a lawyer. They can't do anything.
0: What if they sue you?
2: Nobody can stop you. Then you can, if they tried to sue you, you just represent yourself and then you poof, could also you're a lawyer. If you're really oh. good at it. You can
0: also rob a store and they can't do anything to you.
3: Yeah. Yeah? That's true.
0: Uh, we talked a little bit about moving Mars and possibly Venus together into orbit with Earth, right? For
3: Yeah, um, like a on? new planet, Marnus. I had,
0: I had yeah. a better idea. So I was thinking it would be hard to actually combine Mars and Venus Oh, just solid. Get them close enough. Solid. What if we put take a gas giant, and I know it probably has a solid, frozen core or whatever. Replace that with Mars. Now you have a solid core. You've got an atmosphere. It's Depending on how you get, of get rid of
3: very heavy frozen. atmosphere, that's well, <laughs> it would give you material to work with the gas giant. Much.
2: Yeah, but it's not like you would be able to walk around on, on the planet, planet.
0: yeah but <laughs> well, that's you'd have material to work with right so you can use it you could the air pressure
2: would really be tremendous
0: things. well you could offload some air pressure giant vacuum cleaner out in
3: space why wouldn't you just take a bunch of the gas from jupiter and move it to mars
2: well what kind of gases is, is jupiter consist of
0: not very uh, nice
2: Probably not ones you can breathe, right?
0: I think we, we don't actually know. We probably know very little about the gas giants. I think we've flown past them, right? Or you fly kind of into them and then you lose...
2: You'd probably talk funny. It's oh. a mixture of hydrogen, helium, and small amounts of methane and ammonia.
0: So we know That's that based on the spectral analysis of it, right? Yeah. There's so much more things we don't know about them. I think we should explore them more.
2: Yeah, like, nobody knows about the dragons that live inside Jupiter. Right,
0: We don't know. <laughs> um, and then we were playing, I think I mentioned my son was playing, a, uh, running a D&D game with, like, a w- Woken Pumpkins or something. So we finished that uh, mission. Um, I use the call lightning spell so it makes a storm cloud that then on each of your turns if you maintain concentration you can strike somebody with lightning Mm -hmm. and i started it first because you can maintain concentration when you're transfer beast shaped as a druid so then i turned into a giant hyena (laughs) and my youngest son's character what his name was anyways he rode on my hyena and we ran past the first encounter that almost killed us last time and got farther up. And there was a, a child that we discovered was controlling the pumpkins. He, he was uh, awakened them. So when he sent pumpkins after us to kill us, I struck him with lightning. Um, oh. Knocked him unconscious. Uh, my, uh, my son's character that was with me perished. Or he got not unconscious after we got separated. Um, and I could have gone back to get him but then I thought we would both die from the pumpkin so I just left him and thought he could make his death saves. Um, he did not. <laughs> but I had a decision to make. Do I kill this kid that's controlling these pumpkins, making them evil and attacking people? Or do I try to capture him or would they believe me if I bring back this damaged child that it would think I was just trying to kill him so what would you do and I was a giant hyena at the time <laughs> so I ate him <laughs>
2: <laughs> that makes sense
0: <laughs> seemed logical to me um, destroy the evidence right so then we yeah. went back, or I went back and I talked to the guards that were waiting outside the pumpkin patch forest. Told them that we couldn't find the child, but we found evidence that looked like maybe the pumpkins had killed him. And so my son made me make a deception check, which I looked at my sheet, and my deception was plus zero. I was like, cool. oh, this will be fun. Uh, rolled an 18, I think. Oh, nice. So I, I tricked him, and then I went and talked to the mayor to try to get. Um, my money, because I got everyone's money. Uh, oh, and I told the guards, I would go talk to the ask them more about the, the child that was missing that they told us about and apparently it was an orphan. So I volunteered to go to the orphanage to uh, tell them about the, the child that is probably gone. Um, so I went over there and talked to the lady that ran the orphanage and asked her if she had any orphans that were about to age out of the orphanage. And they said, yes, there's a 16 year old that's pretty close to being too old. Um, so I asked to talk to that kid and I hired them as an apprentice and huh. had to roll like a persuasion check with the orphanage lady and I rolled a natural 20. So nice, obviously. So my son that died is going to make it made a character for this new 16 year old kid that's going to be my apprentice. For a continued adventure, uh, I thought that, that was pretty funny. It's a good time. I'm thinking about writing a novel explaining my character's backstory. This Nano Yeah,
3: you definitely I, should.
0: I get enough notes down. I feel like I can make a, a full novel out of all them. But I thought I, because we started as level five characters. So I thought I'd start as when he was not a hero yet and take me to that level five story
3: form. All right. If you want to tell us what backstory you want to hear about, send an email to engineerdyshow at gmail.com or hit us up on Facebook or Twitter. Just search for Engine Erty Show and check out our website, theengineerdyshow.com. And get a cool engineering Show t-shirt. Um, when we can get Twitch working, we record there Thursday nights at 7.30 Pacific Time. This week we couldn't get it working. I don't know why. But uh, thank you for listening this week. Stay nerdy.
2: Live long and nerdy.
3: You haven't and always shall be my friends.
1: so you can't just say bizarre you never get a moment for free She'll She'll something fun on your guitar something with an a or a g just be sure that i can tell you. just be sure that i Stuck in a tree. Trying to hold a thought you can't ignore. Something multiplied by a three. Just be sure that I can tell it. Just be sure that I can tell it again. Another one in the books. Most guitars are made of trees With some L for the strings And some frets and tuny things Most guitars are made of trees Most guitars are made of trees People play them while they sing Some are dull and some just ring Most guitars are made of trees